This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis riding out on old Dan again early this morning. And uh, I'm happy to be with you folks. Let me make a couple of statements before we get into the message. We're bringing you the subject, the study on the uh, work of the Holy Spirit, a feeling of the Holy Spirit. And we did, today we're going to be looking at the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I hope you'll stay tuned. And But uh, what I wanted to say was, if you'd like, we'd put all of these messages on the thumb drive. It'd be about probably, oh, I don't know, maybe close to 100 messages by the Trailblazer. And we sell those for $25 postpaid. And if you if you want to talk about it, call me. My phone number here is air code 225-664-868. And it's uh, the, the work of the Holy Spirit, the filling of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And it's, it's much, much needed, my friend, in our world today. But let's get started. We got there just a little bit last time. Monday morning here now, Dan. Let's get up. Got to get a getting kind of frosty here this morning. Not maybe where folks live. But let's take these gifts one by one and go slow. I like to go slowly, don't you? I do. I don't like to run through something hurriedly. Don't get much of it. But let's look. The word of wisdom, that's the first gift that the Holy Spirit imparts. Yes, imparts. This is the first gift mentioned here that the Holy Spirit bestows or imparts. Gives to a born-again born again believer, believer whom the Spirit controls as he wills. James said in James 1.5, If any of you lack wisdom, boy, we do, don't we? Oh, my God, God's pastor, God's minister, we lack a lot of wisdom. You know, one of the one of the prayers that, that we can pray and that I pray, Lord, give me wisdom. Yeah, not worldly wisdom. I'm talking about spiritual wisdom, my friend. The old trailblazer is just an old country bumpkin. But the Lord can take a crooked stick and hit a straight lick with it. You remember that cliche? Take a crooked stick and hit a straight lick with it, my friend. And First James 1.5 says... If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. What a promise, my friend. That's James 1 5. Wisdom is the faculty of forming a second judgment, a sound judgment, in a giver matter. How foolish a believer can act sometimes. When he doesn't have the word of wisdom. Oh, I mean, my, I know that all of us do that. But you've got a lot of fools in this world, my friend. Oh, and I hear these modern-day, 90-day wonder preachers. But, my friend, listen, let's we'll leave that alone. Listen, when he doesn't have the word of wisdom, what a, how foolish sometimes. He'll, that individual will jump at conclusion, and his judgment will be faulty. If the born-again believer will recognize this great fact that he doesn't have wisdom. My friend, the Lord showed me that a long time ago, that I'm just a dumb bunny. Yes, we used to have a man here, Brother Tom. He called himself old dummy, but he wasn't no dummy no more than the old trailblazer, my friend. But the Lord has to give us wisdom. That's what we're talking about here today. And listen, listen, listen. And that wisdom is a gift of the Spirit. That word says, the word says, that he can ask for it, and God will give it to him. Do you ever ask the Lord for anything, my friend? Did you know the Lord says, uh, come unto me and, and I'll give you rest? 
He says, come now, let us reason together. Can you imagine reasoning with the Lord God of heaven? Oh, my friend, that's not out of line. Then let's go back. In 1 Corinthians 1.30, we find Christ is made unto us wisdom. Wisdom, my friend. Oh, listen, I tell folks that when the Lord got a hold of me, I was so green, the geese followed me around out there on that strawberry patch. But listen, my friend, how often, recognizing that fact, I've asked the Lord by the Holy Spirit to make Christ unto me wisdom. He is my wisdom. Then to walk with Christ moment by moment, he supplies everything that the believer needs in the way of wisdom. That's right. Do you ask for wisdom, my friend? Pastor, do you ask for wisdom or you you just bully your way through? Oh, I'm telling you, my friend, uh, I, I mentioned in a study before, this man wrote me a letter and he said, uh, since you're the voice of truth, that's one of our broadcasts here, Pastor Shelton's messages. He said, since you're the voice of truth, he said, I have a question I'd like to ask you. He said, I'm a college graduate. I have a BA and a MA and a PA, and I have a pan, a, a pending, a, a PhD pending, he says. I, back on the farm where we was at, a PhD was a post hole digger. But my friend, this man said he had a PhD pending. I know what he's talking about. He said, I want to ask you a question. He said, who was Cain's wife? He was, who was Cain's wife? Now, I didn't, know, I didn't mind him asking me that question. I told him, I said, my dad said a fool could ask a question that a smart man couldn't answer, but I can answer your question, my friend. Cain's wife was his sister. Wasn't no other women on the earth at that time. A a Abel's wife was his sister. But anyhow, we let that go for a while. I never did hear no more from him. If you'll notice, he places wisdom as the first gift. That's what we need, isn't it? A first gift. We need wisdom. Oh, listen now. If you will notice, he places wisdom as the first gift that he gives. You may have all the other gifts and not have wisdom. The ability to apply them and you become a fool. Listen. Listen, I may not have the wisdom, the ability to apply that wisdom and you become a fool. Always making blunders that are seemingly uncalled for. So, let every born-again believer pray for wisdom, asking the Holy Spirit to make Christ unto us in reality our wisdom, as no man can receive anything except it be given him from above. Now, let's look at the second wisdom. I'm, I'm sorry, the second gift. Second comes a word of knowledge. Oh, listen which means the clear perception of a truth or a fact. Christ said before he went back to heaven, I will send you the spirit of truth, which is the spirit of knowledge. No man can understand the great eternal truths of God's word in and apart, <coughs> excuse me, in and apart from the gift of knowledge. You may learn these truths intellectually, but before they ever become a part of your being and food for your soul, before you can ever have a clear experimental conception of them and perception, they must be given you by the Holy Spirit. That's right, my friend. So this is the second gift, the spirit of knowledge, the word of knowledge. 
This he does in and apart from any worldly wisdom or knowledge that you may have already. You may be a Ph.D. pending, but my friend, no, listen. No, the Holy Spirit becomes your teacher. Isn't that great, my friend, to know that the Holy Spirit, the third person of the triune God, in essence, God himself, is your teacher? Oh, my friend, I love to listen to educated people talk, and I love to hear educated pastors, God, spirit-filled pastors preach the gospel. They may not be able to read and write, but they can preach the gospel. Like our old friend here, brother, a long time ago, come here was a was a couldn't hardly speak English and didn't couldn't read and write. But he said in his message, "It's neither this, it's neither that. Christ died for sinners. Are you a sinner? It's neither this, it's neither that. Christ died for sinners. Oh, brother Joe Grenier. Oh, my friend, be gone on to be with the Lord. Listen, this he does." And apart from any worldly wisdom, that's exactly right, or knowledge, the Holy Spirit becomes your teacher. As I said, think about it. The Holy Spirit, which is the third person of the triune God, becomes your teacher. Oh, I've had some good teachers in high school, in school, elementary school, high school. Never went to college. I tell folks I went to the University of Hard Knocks, but that's just a joke. But people know that already. I was so green that I told you the geese followed me around. The Holy Spirit becomes your teacher. Isn't that great? One-on-one teacher. For Christ said, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for he taught he and or be taught of the Lord. Be taught of me, he said. When once the Holy Spirit teaches you a thing, you know it. Once you learn it, you know it, my friend. And uh because it is burned into your heart, burned into your soul by the Holy Spirit. Oh, there's so much that we don't know. There's so much to learn. I believe it'll take eternity to learn why the Lord so chose to save a sinner. You know why the Lord chose to save a sinner? I don't. I have no. I don't have a clue why He would save a sinner like the old trailblazer. No, He saw nothing in me that would make Him uh, lean towards saving a poor old soul like me, but we know he did, didn't he? He said, for God so loved the world, the world of born-again believers, the world of God's elect, that he gave his son, Christ. Christ. Oh, they made that covenant back there in the eons of time, and that the father would call a number, and the son would die for him, and the Holy Spirit would call him out of this present evil world, my friend. But listen, First, the Holy Spirit teaches the sinner the way of grace. That's a great that's a great subject, my friend. That's the only way he can learn it, the way of grace. Then, when once the Holy Spirit brings the sinner to Christ, takes over his life and endues him with power, then he becomes his teacher and leads him into all truth, constantly unfolding the things of Christ to him. To that individual. He is thereby giving him the gift of knowledge, the word of knowledge. Oh, my friend, here we run just about run out of time. The old trailblazer here on Monday morning. Dan, come on, Dan, let's get a getting. And we got a whole week ahead of us. Get out there in the sawmill or the logging camp or the cotton gin. Maybe down at old Bethel Church one of these mornings. Maybe we can hear them singing. 
Oh, amazing grace, how sweet the sound. You know who wrote that song, Dan? Oh, John Newton. He was a terrible person. He was a, he was a wicked man by grace, by, by nature. And he went off and left his parents and his mother and his daddy. And joined the, oh, he was a slave trader and all those things. But one day the Lord got a hold of him. He impressed upon his heart to write that song. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. That saves a wretch like me. I once was lost. You ever been lost, my friend? Have you ever been, have you ever taken your place as a lost sinner? Old Tribblazer did one of these days back there years ago. Not too long. Come to know the Lord in the salvation of a soul. Oh, my friend. And then he gave me this, this little microphone, this little desk with this little recording equipment on it. Now, over there in the next door of the chapel where we get to bring the message, time after time, Brother Glenn and myself and Brother Freddie and Brother Mel and Brother Mike, others, bring the message of how God saves a sinner. You know what preaching is, my friend? How the Lord saves a sinner. That's all it is. It ain't no trouble to preach if the Lord is indicting your message. But this is the old trailblazer. I want you to remember my mailing address. I'd like to ask you to help us with the broadcast just a little. And it uh, takes money to get these broadcasts on the radio. They want their money. And they want it right quick. They, we don't give them much, but we give it to them quickly. And we always, we got all our bills. I told somebody the other day, this is the only Baptist church I know of that don't owe anybody. And we don't owe anybody anything, my friend except the light bill and the gas bill and the water bill. But this is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvin. Remember my mailing address? Help me with the broadcast if you can. My mailing address is Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We'll be back tomorrow, Dan. Come on, Dan. We've got to get back now. Goodbye and God bless you, folks. Pastor Pendarvis thanks listeners who emailed, called, and wrote him recently with encouragement to continue airing this broadcast. If you have not done so, take a moment to let Pastor Pendarvis know you appreciate this ministry. Email pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. That's pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. 